0: Hello and welcome to the Two Robbies podcast, your destination for in-depth discussion and analysis of the Premier League and the Champions League. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and today we break down Manchester City and their road to a historic treble, as well as looking at West Ham winning a European trophy, our end-of-year awards and more. Okay, here are the topics for the show. Manchester City win the treble, West Ham win the Europa Conference League, Tottenham's new manager, Messi to Miami, and our end-of-season Two Robbie Awards. Okay, my friend. Um, yes, of sir. course, one one place to start. We've mm-hmm. been looking forward to it all season long. Yeah. Um, the Champions League final out in Istanbul, Turkey. Uh, yeah. Manchester City win 1-0 um, with a Rodri goal in the second half. They've reached the promised land, I guess, for Man City, cool. the one they've always wanted. Um, yeah. But let's get into the game, mate. and and, and mm. uh, Let's let's bounce to you in terms of what you thought I guess at the start with the lineups, was there any surprises in terms of the team shape or, no, no, or lineup?
1: You know, we got the the team sheets come out. Was it like forty five minutes now before kickoff? Uh, no, cal Walker it was a little bit of a surprise, Rob. Um, obviously, he went with the Kanji Diaz and Ake is, is almost like a back three uh, with Stones uh, into that midfield role that we've seen that he's done so well. We'll talk about him obviously a little bit later as, as we get into the podcast. But Walker not playing was a kind of little surprise, Rob, but then, you know, when you're thinking that Inter maybe go with two number 9s, there's not like maybe the pacey winger that he's got to deal with, maybe if you're thinking like a Real Madrid, um, but I was getting and, and picked up a couple of things, Rob, where people were suggesting, oh no, is this Pep overthinking it again mm. in a final, getting it wrong. Um, wasn't to be the case in the end, and listen, Walker said it was a difficult conversation between him and Pep he wasn't playing. Obviously, Kanji came in for that, that sort of central defensive kind of situation with the two strikers, and they got away with it. But I have to say, Rob, it, it was a little surprising that no Kyle Walker, based on on, well, on how do he you played. think?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's a tough decision. I think it, we all know how much he loves Nathan Ake. I, yeah. I read it, Rob, is that I think he prefers the balance of a left-footed centre-back on the left side of that three and a right say a Kanji, or, we know he's done a good job on the left-hand side, if Walker plays, and then Akanji's got to go to the left. Walker's not quite so good with the ball. Akanji's better with the ball. And Nathan Ake is on the left-hand side. You've got a left-footer and a right-footer. I, I, I thought that was the reason why he would go with Ake. Centre-back, you know, he's done very well. And it worked out. But, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that was a big decision. The camera went on on Kyle Walker a few times, sat on the bench. Yeah, um, But that's how I read it. I I didn't think I, – yeah, I thought it was just a tough call and I had no problem with it.
1: No, um, although I'd just say, you know, if we're, if we're if we're talking about you know, Pep putting in defenders and defenders. Needing to do a job again, I didn't think the, the the profile in the matchup was like the pacey kind of wide guy, guy who might isolate and cause a kanji that mm. many problems, so I get it, but um I, I must admit I was a little surprised that, that no Cal Walker based on just what he brings with that with that energy and the power and certainly maybe against Demarco, who I thought was was probably into his be- better player and the threat down that mm. left hand side i don 't know how that would have played out. Um, with, with Walker there but listen Pep got it right this time it he, yeah. he, he wasn't overthought the, the balance was right John Stones into midfield my, my friend can we let, let's let's have a little John <laughs> Stones appreciation because initially Robbie's been in there is like you know two sixes next to Rodri the box that's going to you know support I've got to be honest Yesterday he looked more like an eight he was getting on his bike he was getting down the wings he was joining play in he was twisting yeah. and turning and flicking in midfield
0: yeah. Uh, I mean I'm looking at John Stones. and I, I, I'm out in I'm out on on vacation now, so we, we're in a bar in, in Italy watching this and I'm looking at John Stones, it's like I said to a friend that we're with, it's like, he looks like a he looks he's like a man possessed. He look at the, yeah. he looked the best player on the in the yeah. in the the most composure, Rob, mm-hmm. the most bravery to receive the ball, dribbling by people in midfield, making good decisions in a performance that You know we'll get into it, Rob. Wasn't anywhere near one of City's best. I think that I think there's a reason, there's a couple of reasons for that, which we'll get into. Um, But John Stones, I mean, what a confident performance it was. Um, He went off a little later on, didn't he? I think pretty exhausted later on. But wow, I I thought he was the best player on the pitch. Actually, he looked like he was head and shoulders in terms of his confidence, of his ability, his size, his physical. Uh, yeah, Stones was amazing. Not many others were for Man City. But no, and part. you're right. I,
1: I thought when City, I, I have to say, Robin, and starting to talk about them, I thought there was mm-hmm. a there was a, a nervousness, a bit of edginess mm-hmm. about City. I thought from the back, I thought the goalkeeper didn't quite look his normal, composed, in, in control self. I thought the build up was poor. was not with the same intensity and. and passing and technical ability that we've seen as you say John Stones at times was a man almost like give me the ball and and what a departure is for John Stones Rob the guy you know let's go back two years maybe mm. when we'll say he's a guy who's low in confidence he is a guy who's mm. always going to make a mistake you know in in, in a big situation and kind of let you down wow what what a kind of sort of rise he's going to, and a confidence um, boost that's been mm. for him and for Pep, really, because we've now gone from John Stones being, you know, an important centre-back to John Stones being important inverted mm. um, full-back, if not, you know, a number eight on a day when one or two of his, his other teammates weren't as mm. open to having the ball, Rob, and it didn't look to me like they were wanting to get on things and, and make a mistake that might have cost.
0: Yeah, so I think that that's one of the two reasons for me, Rob, is that those nerves and a lot of players said it afterwards. They said yeah, how, actually yeah. how bad, badly they played. Yeah, Erlen Haaland. You know, I saw an interview with him and uh, saying that he how nervous he was, that he was yeah. that, it, that he felt it like deep within him. He was very very nervous. Mm. He had very little impact. Um, so that's that's one side of it. I, you've got to give credit to Inter. Yeah, and, and I absolutely. think as much as the nervous bit, Man City have played. They've they've played in big games before. And of course, this is nothing bigger for them right now with this team. This was the, the big moment for them to do it. And I think I think we agreed, Rob, didn't we? We've been saying it for months now that this team, I felt it Then I've said it than than previous seasons. I'm like, they ain't gonna win it. I remember saying it on the show, then they're, they're not winning it because because of the defensive side of it. That's been better. Um and they went through it and won it. But but Inter's approach, yeah, I mean. Made it scrappy, absolutely. made it ugly. The, the the wing backs, as you mentioned, yeah. absolutely flying into the wide mm. players. This is this is as, as, as good a way tactically, I think, to play against a Pep team than there is. Yeah, because yeah. in terms of natural ability in, the, in these players, they're nowhere near as good as City. But you have got three centre backs, and they absolutely follow those midfield players into midfield. at least yeah. still leaves two centre backs against Harland. Wing backs, yeah. don't worry about that. They're flying up. They're very central. They did a great job in midfield. They hustled. Mm. They worked really, really hard. They fouled. And I gotta be honest, you know, I'm I'm getting frustrated with a referee. We've seen this referee yeah. before. Yeah. And I said to my mate, Letting this guy lets things go. go. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did it too much. I thought he did it too much. I think the inter, inter players, and I don't, I don't, I don't care what anybody, if there's interfans fans out there, I, I detest the diving mm. and the exaggerating. And yeah. they go in, and what happened in this game many times, Rob is they go in, they, they're going very physical on city players, and then there's a little bit of contact, and they fling and themselves they it to the ground yeah. that happened yeah. so many times, Rob, they, mm. they, they foul and then they get down as they're hurt as well. so I was getting really frustrated with that. A few of my pals text me about said this, this this is ruining this game, so again there'd be people out there, well, all players dive and all that, and yeah, yeah I know they, I know that most players dive now in modern football, but this and I'm not saying Italians or anybody else, but this inter-team, God, they went to ground and they embellished a little bit and they made it rough, aggressive and scrappy. But but I understand that's what you got to yeah, do. It's it's plan, it? yeah, 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 it's a game plan, isn't it? Yeah, it's a game plan.
1: I thought they played particularly well, Rob. I, I thought they gave right, everything too. that they need to do. And, you know, late on in the game, a couple of different decisions, a couple of different techniques of, by the heading the ball or, or Lukaku with, with the chance that, that Edison comes up and saves. Could have been very different, Rob. Could have been particularly different. And um, you're right. I, I I I was I was with some friends watching the game and we're talking and I'm thinking like this becomes a very different test for for City. We all know, you know, that there were favourites coming in, we all know the ability in the team, we all know what it meant. But I just wondered if City players, a few of them were going through like dark moments, a bit like you know, Real Madrid semi-final. We got lost to Chelsea in a final, one 0 When we didn't we didn't play as so well. You know, getting yeah. to finals and not getting right. Was this going to be a day, another day when we didn't think into could play as well? They were, you know, making the game, breaking the game up. There, there were dark arts were coming out. All those things, and I wondered, Rob, whether City could still get over that because because that's as much as a mental as a physical thing. If, mm. if on that day you're not really playing that well, then all yeah. of a sudden the opposition are can, kind of controlling you. It's not many chances at either end, but all of a sudden, like, we, I think we all expected eventually City football will start. They'll click in here, they'll get a goal, and then we'll see them. Well, that mm. never really came in the first half. And all of a sudden, that, I was wondering whether, what's going on now with, with this group of players. And obviously, the De Bruyne. With his hamstring that we knew well, we now know he's he's been nursing for two months. You could tell he wasn't right the moment he went down and I think he went to cross the ball um, a little later on and what, thirty six minutes on the clock. He's having to come off. Fortunately you've got Phil Foden who can come yeah. off and massive yeah. blow you know, for City. So another thing, Rob, where I'm thinking, wow, this is a real sort of mental test of City as well as is is mm. a football test.
0: Yeah, absolutely right. And and I, but I, I always felt, Rob, and I don't know whether you know. Of course, Inter had a couple of brilliant mm. chances late yeah. on, yeah. And, and and Man City. I think Pep's always said it. To be fair, that in in games like this, you need a little bit of luck. They got a little yeah. bit of luck. Goalkeeper came up with a couple of saves. They got a little bit of luck to win that trophy. Um, yeah. But but you know, the best teams ever have needed that little bit of luck. I, I always felt though, Rob, even when it's at nil-nil, I always felt that this is a this is a bit of an ugly game. City aren't playing yeah. well. Inter doing a yeah. pretty good job with what mm. they've got. Really, really good. Again, I didn't like the the the, the play acting a little bit, but yeah. That aside, what, what a yeah. good performance and hard working performance from them. Mm. But I always felt the city looked better and they'd find a way at some point. Remember Pep said before the game that they need to be patient in yeah. this game. Um, I, I know whether that was in their heads a little bit, and they were they were they were very tentative with their football. But the, the football yeah. was such a struggle, and it was, was slow. It? I thought mm, it was like for slow. Them, yeah, now, for the them. Temperatures are, for them, it was a slow game, which again suited uh, Inter. But I just felt like at some point they would find a way. It was nil, nil. Inter weren't offering much of a threat, Rob. I didn't no. think Inter offered any quality where. But I think I, I Inter's know. game
1: plan was to get sixty minutes pretty clean yeah. and then make changes. You know and. Uh, yeah. uh, Jacko came off a little earlier with a bit of cramp. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think what was it? Oh, just to your point, Rob, a uh, uh, kind of strange, as I'm watching the game yesterday, I and mean, it might be my eyes, might have been I had, had, had a beer watching the game, might have been my TV. Did the pitch look a bit slim and small to you? Did Did you not? Did he, did he, <laughs> I just felt like when cities sh- tried to make the pitch big, Inter were always. Like not that far off, like almost like it was yeah. a smaller pitch and they couldn't find that, <laughs> that space in the wide end. I was looking from the penalty area to the touchline; didn't look that wide to me. So when when they went in those positions, like Inter were always able to, yeah. to get a no, so
0: close. No, I, I, I'm laughing because we the bar we were in. I was with my mate and, we, and it was packed in there. Of course, there's a ton yeah. of Inter fans because we're in Italy. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. I was at an angle. There's this big, great big screen. And it, I got a weird aspect on the on the game, so I can't help you. I don't know, but it, the the, pit, the ball was going. I thought, where's that? So we actually yeah. at halftime. We end up running back to the hotel to watch the second half because they did oh, have man. it in the hotel, mm-hmm. and, and we, it was great to really study the game in the second half. But the first half was kind of weird. But I, I just think, Rob, I mean, I can't imagine the dimensions are too different. Yeah, yeah. Inter it's, Inter did a great job with up, that back yeah. three, with those wing-backs, mm-hmm. those three it's midfield future, players that have got plenty of energy in there. I just thought they did a really good job. And, and, and you know what, Rob? You know, the way that the goal came, and it was, su- and it, and it, it was such a typical... Man City goal, Rob. That mm. is like there it is. Yeah, there it is. It took them. What was it? The, the, the nearly seventy minutes. Kenji yeah, breaks forward. Yeah. plays a clever ball. through ball in behind in the hot area spot. that we've talked hot about spot. for years in the red zone, they, they, the hot spot. They were,
1: they were re- rarely there, though, Rob. All game, were they? they were, rarely they got, got there. it.
0: They did yeah. it. So, so uh, all the all the years of grooving this way mm. that their strategy. The, the, the work that's worked so well over the years. There it was, and I'm like, there it is. There's Man City in behind. Pull the ball back, Rodri. Beautiful slot from him again. Uh, another player that, that that just didn't play well on the no, day, and that was the moment. But I was, I just like, well, that's it. That's Man City. it's taken them a long time to find that, but mm-hmm. that's what they can do. Muscle memory. They got in behind. that clever Mamala Kanji ball. Uh, was it ball, Bernardo yeah. Silva? But I mean, yeah, Bernardo looked be right, good again. Yeah. Bernardo's yeah. such a yeah, such yeah. a class player. In any environment, he always seems to be really good on the ball. I'm just, I'm just pleased to see the way that, that they scored with a typical yeah. city goal.
1: I mean, it was a brilliant goal as well, Rob. When you saw so, sort of from behind the goal and you see the margin of error that he's got in, in such a game, to, to you know, that, mm. that's like technique at the very top. That's when you're bang under pressure. You've got a yard either side of, of the post and the defender that you're going to bend it round. I mean, it was it was a brilliant finish. I thought it was a brilliant, mm-hmm. brilliant finish. Maybe didn't get enough credit in in, in mm-hmm. the game, um, but it was interesting, like you said. Um, I was listening to interviews. So Jack Grealish, first thing he says after the game, I didn't play well. You know, we look, uh, Kevin De Bruyne with the injury, but said we didn't play well. I didn't particularly start well. Erlen Haaland, yeah. Gundogan, Rodri, all of them. It was almost yeah. like big relief to get it done. We didn't play well, but we found a way and we've won the thing that everybody's been saying, we've got to win mm. if we want to be up there with the great teams in, in English mm. football.
0: Just a couple of others, Rob, before before we get on to what it means for City and, and maybe some of the scenes I thought were some powerful images afterwards. Yeah. Um, I, I, you know, Edison came up with the save late, and this could have been different. Mm. This could have been extra time. Lukaku misses yeah. from what was he six yards out with a header. Yeah, I think yeah. it's more of a miss
1: than a save. I've got to be honest. If I'm Lukaku, yeah. that's more of a miss than a
0: yeah. save. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, um, but I thought Edison had come up with a couple of saves during the day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I thought Ruben Diaz Rob was one mm. that I would single out as having a great game. We it's talked so about John Stones. Well. Uh, yeah. Gundogan was quiet. And, yeah. and let's uh, let's just have a couple of minutes, Rob. And, I, I don't think it's... Erlen Haaland. Yeah. Now, nothing. No impact to the game, right? Probably, and I know yeah. afterwards he said he was nervous. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's only 22 years of age. Yeah. I get that. Uh, and he's going to go on. He's a record goal scorer. So, yeah. of course, a brilliant yeah. signing. is that a, a great season. Should somebody with that stature, with that record, <laughs> be making an impact more? Mm-hmm. And again,
1: I... I yeah, yeah. I know I people think, out there who care. I know
0: cares? it's not it's not mega important. I'm yeah. just are you, are you. Well, mm-hmm. if if you want to be if
1: if he wants to become Ballon d'Or winner on a, on a regular basis, right. then these are the games: the Mbappe's, the the Neymar, yeah. the the Messis, the yeah. Ronaldo's, have taken these games on. And this yeah. is where that's where you earn it. And
0: they look they look like the star player. They yeah. look like the and, star and, and,
1: and, player. And, I quite so. There was two things I thought it was sort of my my, my um sort of thought on on Holland and Manchester City was fear the Champions League next season if if you're the other teams because I think the City have won it thinking we can be better. We can do that. We can have better days in this and, and, and win it and come back. And I think getting this first one's important. wherever we'll talk about the legacy, whatever we'll talk about Pep, wherever we talk about where City go and what they could possibly achieve, etc., etc. et cetera. So many top players and Holland's one of them who said he didn't, cross, didn't quite have day. I get the sense that some of them wouldn't mind having this day back. And of course they've won, and of course they'll celebrate. And of course it's yeah. a brilliant achievement. Yeah, it's great, but someone yeah. will come back, and 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 Haaland is 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 a type. If he's going to be put in that very highest bracket, Rob, and and if if he ju- if, if he's just a goal scorer and doesn't impact games in other ways in, in those big moments, yeah, he'll fall right. a little
0: bit short yeah. of those greats. Absolutely, absolutely right. And I tell you what, I, I'm I'm looking at him, I'm thinking he's in a great place with a great manager Rob mm. to make him great because yeah. I think Pep can now I just felt like Erlen Harlem had such his reputation he'd come and he banging all these goals in it's like no one's gonna no one's gonna tell me how to get better no one can and, I, and to be fair Erlen he's always talked about wanting to improve a like think of his game I don't think he's that guy no. but but now with a few big mm. games he knows himself that he didn't really have a big game I yeah. think he that Pep now could really work with him I think mm-hmm. he he, he will take it in from Pep. Pep can sort of say, "Listen, in these games, let let's think about that or this kind of run or or yeah. finding a way early to flip to to affect the game." They had a bigger chirpy next to him, and these centre backs that were very aggressive.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. And I and I don't know whether you know. Did you say before Rob that you thought was it him in a game that he got spooked a little bit? Was yeah, some... he
1: got spooked by. Um... It was Rudiger, a big Rudiger, fight. Rudiger right? Chelsea yeah. Chelsea against Real Madrid. You spooked him a little bit, Rob, you could tell.
0: Is and he's there... a kid, he's 20, and 22 years
1: of age. So but is that, that...
0: One little, is that one little angle that we're going to see change over the years where he's not going to, he's yeah, going to find a way to, to be yeah. a bit more effective in the game. So I don't know, I just think it's worth a mention that we can all yeah. watch him, appreciate him. But think about next season, he's going to get better. And Pep's going to make him better, mm. I think, in, in a various things. Um, well, to improve different yeah, parts of the game. Yeah, there
1: we make the suggestion, the, the, the comparison, Rob. If we think of where Jack Grealish was when he came in, had, yeah, had there in you go. where he's improved. Right. There you go. Erling Haaland's way ahead of where Jack was, but if there's now another you year, still... two years of improvement, that's next level. Then we're starting yeah. talk, you know, top of the tree, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, top draw. But yeah, it's, it's, it's a good point. And, and, and mm. Haaland, I'm sure... Of course, you want to win. Of course, that was the most important thing, the collective yeah. for the team. But then, you know, it's when you're a top part. player, yeah. you you you, yeah. you want to make sure you, you you're impacting those big games mm. as well. But mm. um yeah, um so should we should we was it any more individuals, or should we should we move on to the, to the bigger picture? I, I mean, this is yeah. What, you
0: know. I just yeah. I, I mean, I just first off, Robert, I think we should you know talk about that the, the images and
1: yeah the amount yeah. of
0: tears. The amount of tears Incredible. from players and players that have been there for a long period of time—they've been disappointed year after year after yeah. year after year. Yeah. The likes the Car Walk, and the guys have been there for many years. I kind of get it. I was like, "There it is—you finally, yeah. blooming, done it." Yeah. When the the, wow. the pressure, the criticism—I um, just thought there was a really nice reaction from everybody at the end when the whistle blowing and people are running on. And uh, yes, yeah. yeah, so the reaction from these players, like De Bruyne and and Harland, and almost like disbelief that they finally done it. I thought yeah. that was really. Yeah. I know, it was just... It was, just well, you mean, H1,
1: it was like, you know, yeah. these are real people as well who feel those defeats, who've been to, who read the media, who've been told. You know, the thing that this that kind of stood out to me as well, Rob, it was um, surprised me a little bit in, in the way it came out, and, and maybe it shouldn't. It was just like Pep and himself, and almost like the toll that this has taken on him. You know, the mm-hmm. first word he came out and said, I'm tired, I'm calm, I'm satisfied. And then he went and threw out an F-bomb. He said, this F-bomb trophy, it's so difficult to win. Uh, yeah. and, and it's just that it, it kind of hit home to me, Rob, how much it means to him and how hard he works and what he puts into it and this season and said he didn't start the season well before the World Cup. After the World Cup, I've had to get things going. And just really what I think what he's, what, what he's giving and what it's taking out of him, Rob, it it, it it kind of hit home how 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 difficult this is, and listen, mm. people can say about all the money and all the teams and all that. It's still inside. It, it, you know, you're still nervous if you're Yale in Holland. You've got 36 Premier League goals it's going fun. You Pep Guardiola and won everything. It still hurts you inside, and you're still kind of putting everything into making sure your team get over the line.
0: Mm. Well, because there's so many reasons. So the players are, are emotional, not only because they've 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 reached that trophy that. Everybody knows Mm. that that's why Pep was brought in, and and Pep himself said it, Rob. He said it himself when asked about how great is this team. He said, Listen, we all know that we we can't be regarded or thought of as one of the best teams ever in English football without the Champions League. And he's absolutely Mm. right. So, that when you talk about relief, that's what it's coming from. He's like, Done it, finally. I mean, a treble of the treble. Yeah. So, so hard to do. And Listen, we ain't going to get into it now about that United Man United teams treble and this treble, um, yeah, crikey! But yeah, it's so different, Rob. There's so many different mm-hmm. things the way that teams are constructed from youth, youth players. From uh, uh, it's no point. Um, we played against we played against that Man United side, so yeah. maybe another time we will get into. Yeah, down, how, yeah. how we feel there a little differently. But but that, that this is such a this is such an important part of Pep. And, yeah. You know the ownership at Man City and the, the chief executive and all the big guns were there to see it there. And yeah. um, you know, I, I felt like you know I'm an English guy in this pub in Italy, and I was rooting for the English team. You know, so. i yeah. the English team yeah. because of yeah. not only because they're English, but I've appreciated what Pep Guardiola has done. Mm. I mean, what what a manager! I've, I've studied him, I've watched him from his first few games at Barcelona to producing that team to, to to of course where we're at right mm. now. So. He is a genius of a coach. He's changed football tactics yeah. forever. Yeah. There's so many things now that's done differently in the Premier League that wasn't done before he came. Mm-hmm. And, you know, whether people, you know, turn their nose up at that, it's just the facts, different positions, different systems, different ways of playing, goalkeepers, fullbacks, midfield players, false night. I mean, it's, um, yeah, you know, I'm, I, I like that creative coach that that plays all out you know, is thinking about being proactive. What are we going to do to win instead of the other way around? So I, I'm pleased to see it, Rob. And um, you know, and this, this you know, wh- where this team goes from here and how people think about this team in terms of see, all-time yeah. greats, we'll see. Yeah. We'll yeah. see.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I was reading stuff where we, we've got to appreciate Pep as one of you know, one of the best of the generation, a game changer in what he's doing. You talk about those tactics. You know, yeah. it's not just changed Premier League, Rob. It's changed English football. Yeah. I see League One games where people are playing inverted fullbacks really? now and false Now it's incredible yeah. Yeah. what effect yeah. this guy, this this guy's had on English football. And English football will be better, and so much better for it. Um, mm-hmm. You know, maybe look back when he's moved on. Um, I think again, Rob. You know, I know you're David and Fat Man. So I just wanted to just get a sense of Pep, and, and he was talking about. I went back to when he took over from Pellegrini, 2015, 16. That season, uh, City just qualified for Champions League. They, they drew 1-1 away with Swansea to get Champions League football. I think that was a fourth-place finish at the time. Um, so, yeah, they'd won a couple of t- uh, titles before, but it wasn't a City team that were always going in that direction. They'd had a little bit of a dip after winning titles, and he, he's come in, and I remember uh, the, 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 the interview said the most important thing he felt, Rob, was... The, the team that he that he took over didn't celebrate their achievements and didn't celebrate success well enough. He said, "Teams that I play in, we together, we get a winning culture, but we celebrate what we do." And he said that was his biggest thing, and, and that was six years ago. In that time, he's won five titles: FA Cups, League Cups for mm-hmm. fun, and uh, the Champions League. But the big thing he said, Rob, is he wants his team to enjoy and celebrate again. It was really interesting that you said. Because some of those scenes that we saw were a different look to players, a different look to City that we don't normally see. You know, the kit man diving on the floor in the thing, the players singing and to Rodri and holding yeah. up and being, yeah. You know, beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's things that we don't, which we don't really associate that much with City and the way they are. Almost like they're a bit robotic and they get the job done and there's less emotion. Because there's they, always yeah.
0: another game, Rob. There's always another yeah. game.
1: Yeah, um, but I just thought it, it was. It, 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 that's what Pep wants to create. Not only the football, but that spirit. And, and and you know, Jack really came out a couple of things and said, like, I wanted to win it for, obviously for himself, but for this team and for Pep and the staff. It's like, you, mm. he buys you into the whole thing, Rob. It's mm. not not just you as an individual and there's another medal and you can say you're a treble winner. I think it's part of who you are in that group and that group in 10, 15, 20 years time can come together and, and, and remember what they've done. So, I just mm. thought it was—it's—it's—it's it's, it's not just the football; it's what he's doing to a group of people at this special time that that mm. um, makes Pep a special manager as well.
0: Yeah, i I—I I think I mentioned this before, Rob, but I, I do think you know some little tweaks that he's done this season to the team, to the tactics for Johnstones into midfield, and and it's a different setup this year. Yeah, and there's extra extra defender basically into the side has made a difference. I really do. I think it's more physical. Mm more defensively balanced than, than we've seen it before and I, I think that's what's brought these trophies this year does um
1: as we as, as we think he talked about don't even it, it perhaps had a thing I'm is like don't even talk about next season like i i i can't even get my head around it yet they've got a parade to do in manchester i'm sure they're going to have plenty of mm. parties and, and things to enjoy but next season will come, Rob, and it ain't that far away. I think it's like 10 weeks or something now to, to next. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you yeah, have someone playing international football. And, I, know. Uh, time I know. I mean, it's incredible, incredible, yeah. incredible.
0: Yeah.
1: But to the point where. Does his job become a bit more difficult when you've won a treble? In any way?
0: <laughs> Blimey. <laughs> oh, gosh. A question that you never really think about much, yeah. do you? Um... Yeah.
1: I mean, I don't, it'd be interesting. I don't though. know how United particularly did after their trouble.
0: Yeah, I don't know. You basically sort of hinting that that this team has been absolutely geared up to win, and they've done it. And yeah, it's like, like, where, it's, do it's big, it's like where, where do we go now? we
1: go? We're great players, and we've won it. Like, how does? How can he re-motivate you again to go yeah, again can, from, from, from day one but from day one yeah, he to will. be bang he on will. top of it and, and on it? Maybe, maybe it's competition places, maybe it's his magic. It's just part of what is going to be another challenge for him, year. You know, the big challenge was can they win it? Now they've won it, Rob. What does winning it do to them? Make them yeah, more likely to go again?
0: I think there'll be a few changes. I think there'll be a yeah. few changes. In these Pep seasons, mm. there's been little different Pep teams, actually. You had the Aguero yeah, yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, you've yeah. had different little changes, in yeah. this different changes Company, for this season. Do You
1: think yeah, so might Gundogan be one that he goes, yeah. you know, green, blue, great captain, first person I I, I bought in the door when, when I came, but now I've got to freshen up with something else, or chemistry's got to change with something else.
0: I, I just think they've got to freshen up, and that seems crazy, mm. doesn't it? But I think we're going to yeah. see maybe see more of Phil Foden. Phil Foden. Mm. Uh, it's funny, Rob, because I was in this bar, right? And, and all the Inter fans, yeah. as, as De Bruyne down injured, uh, they're all cheering in the bar because they're the best midfield players coming Excuse coming me. off the yeah. field. Uh, yeah. well, uh, no, hang on. Yeah, like, this one. Yeah, by the way. I think yeah. Phil Foden, remember his turn where he should have scored? His yeah, yeah. He yeah. should have hit yeah. one in the corner. Yeah. I mean, I think Phil Foden potentially can be as good as Kevin De Bruyne. And Kevin Reborn mm-hmm. has been one of the best midfield yeah. players yeah. that the Premier well, League and football. English football has ever seen. So that's a, it's a big statement, and I'm saying mm-hmm. potentially. I'm not saying it's going to be it, but yeah. the, the ability that he's got, the engine that he's got, the creativity that he's got, the goal threat that he's got, the manager that he's got yeah. to drive him mentally – um, yeah, going to see more of Foden maybe you going to see more of Rico Lewis the Kanji is, is, is a new player into the team so they're going to make some sign-ins they've already talked about a couple of players they're going to try and bring yeah. in so I think he'll redo it Rob I think he'll and maybe something different maybe another different system because different, yeah. I think you've got to keep doing the same again with he's, the same yeah, team it, he's got, got to freshen it but fi- he'll find a way to freshen it up to re-motivate yeah. Erlen Haaland yeah. will want to score more goals Haaland's going to be scary I think next year I think he's going to be much yeah. better yeah. Uh, and, and and that might go for some other players. Maybe might be, you know, maybe Mares might be. You know, they might they might release a few to bring some others in. So I think yeah. it'll be a little bit different. But but Pep, we've questioned him before, Rob, and I've questioned him before. I think it's for the last two seasons in the Premier League. I have I haven't tipped them to win it. So, yeah, you know, no, I even did. Yeah, know mm. and I, I I felt like that others might get the upper hand on him, but they haven't. Yeah. They haven't, yeah. and I think he'll find a way. He'll take a break. He'll come back. And he'll be flipping, chomping at the bit. He'll be pulling people's shirts and coaching them on yeah, the sideline. Yeah. He'll be fired up. He'll be on the, up and down the touchline. I think he's just that guy. He's an amazing mm-hmm. uh, lover of the game.
1: To that point, and, and you're right, because I think that's what drives him. And I think that's why people work with him and it, they go so far. And then there might be a time like the gundwan where you go, like yeah. we are both, you know, exhausted each other, Um but when when you think of of Pep, Rob, and, and, and the challenges, and and what doing what he's doing and how he's doing it, my my worry for him is that at some point that's going to take its toll on him. Mm. I don't know if you can do that for two, three, four, mm. five more years. I think we saw in Jurgen Klopp we saw a little change where. Took a gap here this year. It, mm. They weren't quite at the best, and maybe he wasn't quite working mm. the same mm. way and, and getting the same results. I do. I, and listen, who knows with Pep? Maybe he keep, keep going, keep bringing new players, keep changing things up. It, it can refresh him. I just felt like he, I saw him yesterday, and he looked like he could do twelve, twelve, <laughs> 12 months out of football. And get his yeah, life. Which like. he's
0: done before, Rob? Hasn't he he's done that yeah, before yeah, after I Barcelona, just, you know.
1: And and, and so, you know. How does he keep motivating himself to motivate the players? He's
0: done it, and he he's done it, Rob. Yeah. But but yeah, listen, I I, I I like the point. I like the point yeah. he, he, you know can he, can he keep this craziness yeah. up? You know, year after year, and I and I, and, it, and it's it's valid. I just it's tough for me to go against him now, given yeah. that he's proved me wrong in the last sure. couple of years where I didn't think they were going to do it, and and he's no. kept that drive. But it's a good point. He might he might need a break at some point.
1: Mm. Might just do. Um, Listen, before we move yeah. on and, and finish on City, we have to readdress, Rob, so that, was was 115 charges um, like yeah. family against yeah. City. And and listen, any time you talk about City, it's almost like the caveat is you have to talk about what could be coming down the road or this case yeah. and what's going to happen. So, yeah. you know, the elephant in the room. We have, we have to be true. We're talking of City as they stand, where yeah. we are now, with the case to come in, however many ta- years yeah. or, or months down the road. Yeah. Um, but I, th- I think it, it's valid that we do ma- mention it, that, and there is a case to, to be answered, and at some yeah. point City will you know, go to court and have their day and you know, try and plead their innocence and, and we will move on, hopefully, and there'll be no asterisks against what they do. But you know, any non-City fan and anybody who's, who's not seen, I'm sure people may be listening to, to our podcast and saying, well, you it's okay for City because they've cheated. And you know we're not balancing up the argument by saying you know what what could be at stake.
0: Mm, totally, totally. And and um, and yeah, we mentioned this beforehand that we 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 do want to talk about it a little bit because yeah. it's absolutely right. And you know as much as we're gonna talk about in the future how great this team is, there's a cloud yeah. over them. There's yeah. a cloud over the team, the club. There just is. There just is. And until they clear their name. From the accusations and the charges that's been made of them the Premier League. And even Pep himself said it in a, just a few weeks ago, wasn't it? A press conference, Rob, that let's just you get this done. Soon, let's yeah. get everybody Sooner in the room. Get yeah. the lawyers in the room. Let's just mm-hmm. thrash this out. It's gonna be better yeah. for everybody. Let yeah. us, you know, um fight our corner and I, I I'm not yeah. sure what yeah, the right phrase is, but like they they, they they've yeah. been charged of the Yeah, And, and, and um you know. Whichever way it goes, let, let's get quickly because mm. if they're found guilty, and 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 these and these and there's there's significant rule breaking, changes everything. Yeah. Sorry, changes everything. It just does. Mm. Uh, yeah. Who knows where we go to at that point? Um, wow, it, it doesn't bear thinking about, Rob. If yeah. if 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 these charges are proven, it. But I, I just want to get, let get to that point quickly. And yeah, I, I, we can I, find out, yeah. it might be in blimmin years where he might not even be there, um, mm. but it is important and we're not yeah. going to ignore the issue. We're not yeah. going to just eulogize, you know, how great they are and he is and everything else is. We are absolutely 100% understand what the allegations are, how serious they are, breaking the rules, bending the rules, in, in, in increasing your revenues falsely, you know, Consulting managers earning extra revenue—we've heard it all. We know it all, and yeah. it's real. And it's real. And until, it answered, until yeah. it's, it's answered and it's figured yeah. out and it's put mm. to bed, they, the UEFA situation—they f- were found guilty of some of it, and some of it they got—they got off of. Um, let's see it and let's see it quickly yeah. because it's a big deal. And it, and, it, yes. and it is a, until yeah. it's done it's a big yeah, it deal it is a massive shadow yeah it's a massive yeah. shadow
1: over the, what we are doing and nights brilliant nights like last night you know Champions League winners yeah. and travel winners as
2: well Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever what's that mean it means never cutting corners ever it means cooking not processing it means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection then
0: twice baked to layer the flavours it takes more time but you can taste the difference
2: Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.
1: Okay, mate, let's uh, move things on quickly to uh, other competitions in, in uh, Europe. The Europa Conference League sort of scoffed at it many as not a real European tournament. It was Thursday night. It was West Ham going about their business pretty quietly, got into the semi-finals, get themselves to a final play at Europa mm-hmm. and get themselves a late win, could with a, a Jared Bowen goal, brilliant goal. And then the scenes, Rob, well, scenes like you've never seen before. <laughs> David Moyes running on the pitch, doing his dad dances, West Ham fans in tears, I think we go back to, was it 1980s, so since we last picked up some kind of silverware. Or something. I mean, incredible, incredible scenes. And and it made, me, it made me think, Rob, whatever we say about these competitions, when you win a cup, when you oh. win a cup of any nature, with a group of players yeah. who are not used to winning cups on a regular basis, it matters, mate. It mm. I mean, matters.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, you know... You know, it's a European competition and some yeah. might mock it a little bit and, and list the teams that they have play through the competition. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I mean, from as long as when we ever first started kicking the ball, mate, what, what was it all about? It was about yeah. going to a tournament and getting a little medal. And I had a little <laughs> trophy cabinet. I got my little yeah. medals, my little little <laughs> pendants and my little plastic medals all along. And that's what it was all about. It was yeah. about winning games and cup finals, 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 cup mm-hmm. finals. And um Fair play. I mean, the, the scenes from and even his dad was there, wasn't he? To see the picture of him, yeah, his, David medal was his dad.
1: dad yeah, he put his medal around his. i mean, incredible, I've never, I've never over seen of like a thousand yeah. games as a manager. He's never won a, a trophy, Rob. But you know, he, he's got Champions League. He's, he's he's done. He's kept teams up. He's got you know West Ham in Europe. So he, he's done things, but he's never like you say had that medal or that trophy or something. Mm. And I thought, mm. I thought the scenes were brilliant. I thought it just stands for what. Is great about football. Yes, City, you know, win something every year and whether they win the, the Champions League or not. But West Ham United are a massive club, big club, well supported club. This yeah. this means this means something. They go in the Europa yeah. League next next year and, and play oh, yeah. in, in in Europe. Straight in. Proper competition.
0: There, there, there isn't many teams that can win the Premier League. I mean no, the, no. we all know about the Leicester story, which is five thousand mm. to one. So yeah. all the others and West Ham are right in that group. You know, with the big clubs that that, that aren't at that point yet. So this is it. The cup competitions are everything. And that's why Mm -hmm. some of these clubs have been frustrated that their clubs haven't done better in cup competitions. Fair play to West Ham. Had a bit of a nightmare in the Premier League this year. They've had a very difficult season with the Thursdays and the Sundays. But they've, they've, they've kept their form all the way through this competition. And fair play to be motivated and to get themselves safe in the Premier League and to win this, to push them into the Europa League. And, you know, we saw the scenes, you know... I think David Moyes, Rob. I think we we spoke about this, didn't we? And yeah, we've
1: had a couple yeah, of chats, suppose, didn't we? About, yeah,
0: I guess you. Yeah, yeah. you you were like, nah, I, I don't know whether, but you know what I mean, Rob. You, you said like, oh, I don't care if they. Well, I don't care if I win, but they, they, I still think they're going to change him. But winning this, they can't. I think they've already said, haven't they? They've already said the most. Yeah, that yeah sure I they think it, they've
1: come out. My argument was, and it's more of my West Ham friends who, who talk about it that. The times with David Moyes, despite the win, that it's sometimes the football and the style of football, yeah. and that it's not, it's yeah. not an enjoyable win, even when, and it's not
0: there. enhancing some of the guys' stay yeah. up as well.
1: And, and you've got a talented pool, and maybe not getting enough. Mm. But but nights no, like Wednesday, last mm. Wednesday night, and, 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 were a special, special night. Uh, he'll have a special place in West Ham history. And the Hammers fans will back him again now, Rob, and I think he'll be giving them a little bit more of a boost, a little bit more time, and, and that might be yeah. what David Moyes needs to so maybe just loosen things up yeah. a little bit. Yeah. Uh, league yeah. form was this was point, but as <laughs> many, many seasons as West Ham's had, poor league form even get relegated and, and they haven't won a European <laughs> trophy at the end. So brilliant scenes for West Ham. It's like Declan Rice Rob, you like said after it, if, you yeah. Declan
0: Rice's quote yeah. is like, you know, he saved us once, he saved mm. us twice. We get yeah. we win a European trophy. He's one of the best, dam, what, best, best man, West Ham managers, managers we've ever had, ever. yeah. Uh, uh, so can um, you give him can you give him a statue and then sack him? Is that is that I, <laughs> uh, well uh, I mean in all seriousness Rob I, you know it is the right thing to do to uh, then continue. But as yeah, we know so. before you know it, the season's gonna start. Yeah. And if they, have, if they have a poor two or three, four months, yeah, he's going to get a Christmas. And, and, yeah, and, he'll, and, he'll, and he could quickly go. But that, that's football. Mm-hmm. He knows about it. But I think yeah. you said that he, he, he didn't he say once I'm happy for me that we got Yeah, to the he's final. happy for me. Yeah, I think yeah. he's, for one point, he said, you know mm-hmm. what? I, I've been around the block and i've been criticized and all the man united stuff and, and different jobs yeah and great to see. It, it's yeah. great and it? it's a great yeah. story that is yeah. and there's many people have told me of course tim howard being the main guy, spoke to mm. both of us and what a great person he is what a great human being and a great career and this is mm. um really nice for him and of course west Ham united yeah
2: great stuff. the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed Um,
1: a little bit more news, mate. Uh, this comes from North London that they've eventually got themselves a manager, Poster Postacoglu. Uh, Celtic manager, I think he was favorite after Celtic won the travel up, up in Scotland. Um, comes with a decent CV. I, I didn't actually realize he was part of the City Group before in one of the, mm. the City Group uh clubs before he, he, he moved to Celtic because he's had some relationship with Pep in the past. Um, moved to Celtics, did well. Uh, Obviously, came up against the Steven Gerrard, uh, Rangers team, but has sort of got himself in a, in winning form and enough to to get the the Spurs job. How do you think Spurs fans are sort of taking this one? It's not quite the the, the normal high profile European one all trophies type of guy, is he?
0: No, he's not. Is obviously very very different. Um, mm. I, I I think it's I understand. Um some of the fans that, that that's a little underwhelmed with this. Um yeah. but what what we've seen right now, and of course I've read a ton of stuff on him. I can't find yeah. my notes right now. I've got no, I've got mm. a ton of notes on, on Postergovlu, but I can't find him right now. Um I know he's been successful, Rob, everywhere he's been. Yeah. He's won uh everywhere he's been. I know he went across to Japan, he won there, mm. he comes across to Scotland. Uh, with the national team he did a great job i think he started at south melbourne or the melbourne raw was his second club he's won championships in both of those australian teams he's won in japan of course his celtic a very good friend of mine is a celtic fan and he he knew this was going to happen he says his yeah. football is incredible very 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 attack minded mm-hmm. it's, it, it, it's, it's his way he's very proactive very confident you know he's a very good talker and a communicator. We've already yeah. seen that. He's see his message Rob the last few days about how proud he is to be manager yeah. of this great club. Yeah, he's not he's not a flipping a huge name, um, but I think he's somebody that wants to be at the club. I think he's mm-hmm. somebody if Harry Kane goes, isn't going to flipping go crazy and, and hammer yeah. the club. And the, I think he's he's going to appreciate his job. I think he's going to give it everything. I think he's going to be a very likable, lovable coach that they've got. But, and I like the appointment. You're yeah. saying that I like the appointment, but there will be a concern that this is an incredible step up. Yeah, and, 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 from, and, from you know, Scottish football. And, and, yeah. From Scottish football, and mm. listen, I know he's done a brilliant job, and, and they were in a, they were a bit of a mess. They were miles behind Rangers yeah. when he took yeah. over, and in no time at all, that they've, they've won doubles mm. and trebles and everything else up there. But this is a big step up. It's yeah. a big step up in terms of quality. And I know he's a big play from the back guy and, and, and front foot. And my yeah. players are wanting to pass forward all the time. And all these ideals that we all love. And they obviously yeah. work for yeah. the other Great. clubs. Yeah. But yeah. we've seen players and managers, Rob, come into this division. And it's such a high level to do that. Mm. Um, and the other thing, Rob, is, you know, and this might be the toughest bit, is that sometimes these Premier League players, they're like, who are you? What, yeah, What have yeah, you done? Yeah. Are, they, are, mm-hmm. they, are they going to be throw yeah. it over to you, it's Rob. It's a bit
1: Graham Potter-esque, you know, that yeah. kind of question mark when he walks in that big dressing room. and big If things don't Nationals. go well
0: initially, how much yeah. wiggle room is he going to have yeah. with the fans and with the club? I'm sure the club, they're going to give him plenty, but the fans, Rob, if they, yeah. if they start off poorly. And by the way, I think you started off poorly at Celtic. Uh, um, yeah. And his previous yeah, try, he, got a bit bit crit- his yeah
1: he got a little bit of um, criticism. What do you see? What do you I see?
0: Do you, do you think there's a potential? Well, I, I, I think
1: what I do like about it is it feels more Pochettino coming to Spurs than, yeah. than Jose yeah. Marino And, and that, you know what, sometimes I might have to just start by lowering expectation a little bit, and, and that yeah. it, take me a little moment to work it out. The Harry Kane thing's massive. The relationship with uh, Daniel Levy is key, Rob. If the fans, for a little while, you've picked this guy now. I think you are giving him a four-year contract. You've got to back this guy. You've got to let him get on with what he needs to do. And it might be a bit of sorting out. It might be a bit of transfers in in, in and out. Get the style of players that, that he wants, the profile of players that he wants. It might take him a year or two. But as you say, all you hear is about his team scoring goals. I think they've got over 100 goals again himself at this time. The forwards are all dangerous, getting in good spots. Play good football from the back. Everything that Spurs want. And Spurs have been in a mess for the last three, four years. So maybe it might take him mm. six months to, 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 to start to impl- implant what, mm. what he wants. But um, he's got to be given time. I think Spurs have got to be a little bit more realistic yeah. with, with what they're, they're, they're aiming for. And I'm sure it's going to be, you know, they're going to want a Champions League spot. But they finished eighth this season, Rob, I think, in, in the league. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there's, there's a bit of work to
0: do. It's not that similar, but you talk about Graham Potter, Rob, mm. and it's a similar jump up in clubs, isn't it? It yeah. is a similar jump so, up in football it, yeah. clubs in terms of, you know, you know jumping up. Mm. And I think we always said with Graham Potter, it's going to be difficult, yeah. but, but we've got to see a little bit of progression. We, mm. We've got to see some progression. It'll be the same with Potter goglu You're yeah. going to have to see, even with a rough start, but mm. you, over time, You've got to see what he's trying to do and you've got to see some improvement else the pressure will build. But in terms of, it's a great point with the Pochettino thing. He's a builder. Yeah. Um, you know, the football's going to be different. The football's going to yeah. be, he's all out attack. He's yeah. all out attack. Which um, maybe the Spurs fans, you know, fans a little,
1: you know they, 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 they'd rather that, wouldn't they, than what we've seen under, under Antonio yeah. Conte but, and Jose. But there's, you,
0: but, but, but there's a doubt, there's a, a risk balance. side of that. So. Yeah, there's a balance that he's got to get
1: right. Yeah. yeah, he's got to get right. But, but no. Yeah, interesting, interesting. times. Yeah, interesting times ahead at Tottenham. We'll we'll keep an eye on on that. Uh, And obviously, once the season starts, we'll um, we'll see how Spurs go.
2: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.
1: Right, uh, talking about seasons, um, we're going to go to the most important part of the Two Robbies podcast this time of year. It's the Two Robbies end-of-season awards. Now, as you can imagine, we get managers, players, agents phoning us up, all trying to get themselves in pole position to win one of our awards, coveted awards that go out to, to the players. Um, Mr Musto, I'm going to start you off with your best signing of 20 the 20 2022-23 season, who would that be? Who's been best value for money?
0: Well, I, I think um, my, my signing of the season mm. is going to be a defender that's came into a club and made a, a big difference with not a huge fee. And it surprised everybody in the league with his quality mm. in all aspects of his game. Mamala Kanji. And Manchester City mm. and there's a ton of others that we can mention and all yeah. that but yeah. in terms of kind of surprising quick great defender very good on the ball not a big fee anybody could have bought him really in the premier league and Pep brings yeah. him and he can play yeah. he's versatile he can play center back right back left sided center back left back he can play in all those positions and he has been he has made a difference to this team that we thought was great before he's made an, a, a real difference in terms of how they, basically their results, basically their results. There were some games in the Champions League where he did a remarkable job on that right hand side against very quick players, and mm-hmm. I think it's got to be um, it's got to be a kanji for me, given the impact of that club making them better defensively is so important for their results and the trophies this season.
1: Good shot, um, and I'm going to follow you with a defender and actually centre back, but I'm going to go for the Sandra Martinez who. I think came into yeah. English football, Rob. Um, many supposedly good reason of the games, pundits, analysts were talking about first of all, you can't be his size and, 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 and fit in the Premier League. It's just not going to work. Kind of proved that wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. Came into a centre back where I don't think he was guaranteed a starting spot, even though he came in with Harry Maguire and, 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 and Varane as, as a centre player. Came in, Rob, proved to be what Manchester United needed, a bit of aggression, a bit of spirit, a bit of a kind of cult hero to, to the fans. Doesn't mind putting his head in where it hurts, Rob, old-fashioned centre-half. Um, I think was missed towards the end of the season when he picked up a, a nasty a metastarsal injury that, that, that he missed mm. out. He was part of the League Cup. He's been a winner throughout his career. And I think these bigger things ahead for Sandra Martinez. So I'm going to go for Martinez as my signing of the season.
0: Okay, so worst signing is next—the worst signing of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> we have a list that we, we kind of, we kind of pulled down a list, and um, mm-hmm. God, there's, there's some names on this list. Um, I'm going to give a couple of mentions, Rob, Mikhail Mudric. Yeah, I think he, the expectation, the yeah. fee gets a mention. Yeah. I'm not going to pick him because he's still a young player. Yeah. Of all the yeah. stuff going on at Chelsea. Um, You know, I'm I'm sure there's better things to come from him. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pierre Aubameyang has been a bit of a disaster. But I'm going to go for a bit of a different one here, Rob. And and there's different reasons for it. The worst signing of the season, and this doesn't actually reflect the player, but the football club, is Jorginho Ruter of Leeds United. The (laughs) club record Mm -hmm. signing of a position that was badly, badly needed as a striker. They spend Mm -hmm. a record amount of money on a young striker that never played or very rarely played. No production, no goals, no appearances when he's fit and ready to play, Rob, in the last half a dozen games of the season. There was nothing from your record signing. When you're fighting relegation, you spend all that money on somebody that's not going to help you. So isn't there a reflection on him? I hope he comes again. But to do that as a club, what a horrific signing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Can't argue with that one, actually. Um, But I'm going to go on a a slightly different... um, way. Uh, he was a player who was available at the end of at the start of this season, Rob. There was many people ready to take him in terms of what he might be able to bring. Experience, been at big clubs, know-how, goals, assists, drive, brings a bit of team spirit. Jesse Lingard, my friend, moves to <laughs> Nottingham Forest. Let me tell you, Jesse Lingard never, <laughs> never did a tap towards Nottingham Forest staying in the Premier yeah. League. Nottingham Forest yeah. staying in the Premier League, almost despite signing Jesse Lingard, I was so disappointed in attitude, um, production, leadership, you know, been a big player, had great moments. We saw him alone at West Ham, scoring goals, making goals, being part of a team, helping build a spirit. Saw none of that at Nottingham Forest. And Steve Cooper and his team and his other 400 players he had in that dressing room got their heads down and, I will uh, Owney and and Brennan Johnson and and Gibbs White all put their you know, gave everything, of it and somehow kept Forest in, in the league. But Jesse Lingard, my worst signing of the season.
0: Wow, I can't argue with that. That's a great shout as well, given the the, the hype and and the the, mm. the the way they went out and get him went to get him um, yeah. so seriously. Okay, the the next one is the most improved player. Yeah, and I. I go to Arsenal, and I go to Gabriel Martinelli, fifteen, fifteen Premier League goals from a player again. That's a suit is a kid, still a kid at his age that he is right now. Yeah. Martin Odegaard on the left hand side of Arsenal. Rob, there's many at Arsenal, um, mm. and actually a, there's there's quite a few around. I mean, you, you always think about the younger players, and Arsenal have got a ton of them. But in terms of wow, like start the season as a, yeah. yeah, good, can do a little bit, being at the side a little bit. Smith Rowe, Emma Smith Rowe might play more on the left-hand side or others might play, but he has, he has come on to a point where he is one of those incredible scoring wingers, quick, skillful, works hard, mm. tremendous eye for goal, and 15 Premier League goals. That's a great yeah. tally. So it's got to be Martinelli for me.
1: Yeah, um, listen, I, I don't disagree. I, I thought there was a couple of others in there. Miguel Almiron, I think he'll have him gone to see from where he's come from, from the yeah. guy who's like a bit of a headless chicken. Uh, him and probably Joe Ellington could, could go in there for... Jack Grealish was an interesting run, Rob. I know because mm, yeah. you pay 100 million dollars you think he should be great. But Jack mm. Grealish, I think in terms of improvement, you'd have to say is up there. But I'm also going to go for a, for an Arsenal player. And I'm going to go for young Arsenal captain, 24 years of age, Martin Odegaard, who himself got 15 goals, 7 assists. I thought, during that period, Rob, when we were all starting to buy in and believe that Arsenal might just be able to get this thing over the line, there was times when he was untouchable, his ability on the ball, his passing, his goals, his leadership in in a very different way. I have to admit, he did fall off a bit towards the end of the season, we didn't quite see all of that, but that'll be part of his learning. That'd be part of what Arsenal have to get better with. But if, I, if you just said from the start of the season, Martin Odegaard would be captaining a team that would say top of the table for that long, had that big an influence 15 goals from midfield, seven assists. Um, mm. I just thought the young Arsenal captain deserves a little bit of credit. So he, mm. he gets my most improved player of the season.
0: Yeah, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Um, okay, so, so this next one, Robert, it, it's one that we agree on. And I think yeah, we, going yeah. forward, we might call this the Gundogan Award. Yeah. It's the underappreciated player of the season. We both had this list. We both come the same player, Ilkay Gundogan, for what he's done for Manchester City in big moments, in big games, um, the goals that he scored, the captain's performances, lifting the trophies. It's just got to be him, underappreciated yeah. performer. What I would add, add is, is you know, with this award during our season, we often sort of look at young players too. Yeah. Um, ones to watch. And Julio and Ciso, I think I mentioned before, I just want to give him a mention right now again, because he's, I think he's stepped up again in the last few weeks. This yeah. young player for Brighton, another one that they've brought in, at, I think he's 19 years of age, a super young player. What a goal he scored late on this season, by the way, as well for Brighton. Yeah, yeah. So Julio and Ciso, just somebody to watch. Um, but I mean, what, what else can we say about Elko Gundogan, Rob, that we haven't said in terms of underappreciated, the, 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 the Outstanding player in this category, yeah. um, yeah, Gundogan. absolutely.
1: But as you say, uh, you know, this talk that this could be his last game for City, winning the, the, the Champions League and in, in the treble. Uh, if it is, what a way to go out! But uh, what a, what a big uh, set of boots that somebody's gonna have to fill. Look okay, Gundogan. from the day he walked in as Peps first signing. Uh, continues to deliver and 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 um, yeah, be an important part of City when they there's bigger names, there's more, you know, more star uh, quality in, in other players, but just somebody who can rely on every week. I love Gundogan every week.
2: Okay, my friend, we
1: let's move it to the manager of the season. Um, so you start.
0: You start. Well, yeah, team.
1: I'll start on this one because I I think this is probably the most difficult category. Um, we, we've obviously got an, a, a number of names. Um, Eddie Howe, Rob, Rob, for me, comes in third place, could easily have won it. From, from what Eddie Howe's turned Newcastle from to, Champions League football, style of football, improvement of players, uniting a club, bringing a hope back to a, 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 an area, Eddie Howe could, on, yeah. in many other ways, well, be manager of the year. Of the, uh, for Mikhail Arteta, from the start of the season, to take this team to as close as they did, and yes, we know that in the end there was a five-point gap, I think it was in the end, that they fell short. But to be top of the table, to get us believing, to have some unbelievable, magical moments late in games, you know, the, the, the Bournemouth and the Villa, and, and, and the, you know, Nelson and, and Jorginho with the shot and all those, it was, um, it, it was a special season for, for, for Arsenal. Michael Arteta should come again. He got a second vote. But it has to go to a man who's got the travel. Rob. Pep Guardiola. Mm. Three Premier League titles on on the spin. The the coveted travel uh, that Champions League, the the one that everyone said would define him in the football club. In a season that that they've had and and with the players that that they've got, it has to be Pep Guardiola for my manager Mm. of the season.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it, of course, like you know, with what he's done, I get that. I, I'm going to go for somebody different, um, and I'll chuck another couple of names at you, Rob, that, that deserve a mention as well. Roberto Di mm-hmm. what he's done at Brighton, taking them on with some football, you know, that, that we haven't seen much with the the absolute total football that he's played, scoring the yeah. goals. He yeah. gets a mention for me. How about Gary O'Neill? How about Gary O'Neill at yeah. Yeah, Bournemouth, love, love it. how about yeah. that? How about how about nobody thinking they were going to mm. uh, escape it? Per, uh, Scott Parker says that we are ill-equipped to to perform at this level, to be yeah, competitive yeah. at this level, and with a few changes uh, in the, in the January window, Gary yeah, O'Neill like at Bournemouth, yeah. and even Marco Silva. Look, I mean mm. Fulham, they've they've been out of it, so we didn't really talk about them. But the what, the job that he's done and the yeah. tweaks that they made to that team going forward has been astonishing. But I'm going to give my manager of the season to Unai Emery. But Aston Villa, Aston Villa. And, and mm-hmm. the reason being is we have an example here, Rob. We have a brilliant example of the difference that a manager and a great coach can make. This same group of players with the previous manager, Stephen Gerrard, struggled, struggled, couldn't mm-hmm. find the right balance, couldn't find the right tactics. we the, the looking over the shoulder at relegation. And yet a different guy comes in with the same guys, plays people, different system, quirky system, by the way kind of an asymmetrical uh, system where it's a little bit different from the right and the left-hand side. And their 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 progression through the league has been astonishing to get into the Europa League, to get a European mm. finish based on where they are. That's what I want to see. Of course, the Pep stuff, you know, it, but, but in terms of a manager making a blimmin proper big difference, it's got to be Emery. And, and, Wow! After what he, you know, his experiences before in the Premier League with Arsenal didn't go particularly well. His job, right before our eyes this season, has been remarkable, and how you can change a team in all aspects, but particularly tactically, is has been impressive. So I'm, I've got to say, you know, Emery.
1: Yeah, good shout. Listen, uh, absolutely no argument with, with you, Emery. I mean, the job he's done to zerbi Thomas Frank, Marco Silva. Yeah, I think all those Gary O'Neill are, are great as well, but. Uh, I always just just to finish on this one. I always think we have to be a little bit careful that we don't go. Oh, Pep I always want to travel, Always yeah, no. oh, this. Oh, let's let, let's come on. Let's let's look a bit different. Let's find somebody else. Mm. Oh, look, mm. this guy just want to travel. There's only been yeah, two done yeah. in, in in English football, and, and so I I, mm. I I hear I hear you, and I'm pleased you've gone a different way. But I still sometimes feel we we don't do enough. We don't give enough credit to to the winners of the of the the um, the titles and the trophies. Um, because we always I mean, kind of you, like
0: you know, I try yeah, but You know I feel, yeah, yeah, know course, I feel about Pep. Of course you do. And yeah, I, I, just, also, I just geared a bit more to the Premier League than than the, than yeah, the other. Yeah, maybe the, the so, other but awards. But you make a valid point. point. It's, I mean,
1: it's, um, it's remarkable. Yeah, and it's nice to, to, to maybe do one from each end, Pep winning and somebody else mm. from the other side. So we, we, we get to the final award. It's player of the season. I think we both go the same way. It's pretty easy to understand who, who we are. Yeah. In the, room, the likes of Har- Harry came up thirty Premier League goals in a team that finished eighth in the league. Yeah. Thirty goals of a club that's only scored seventy. Um, yeah. You know, it, it was a great season for, for Harry. You know, but obviously all the noise was, was, was our, our choice. Marcus Rashford, I thought, had something of a bit of a, a return to, to what we, we've come to expect—seventeen Premier League goals for him. Kaya Saka, and yeah. a brilliant sort of first mm. two-thirds of the season, maybe dropped off a little bit in the end. That's going to be part of his learning and Odegaard's learning. But it leads us to the man who got 36 Premier League goals, I think in 35 games, Rob. The most uh, Premier League goals scored in any single season, including a, a 42-game season. Um, yeah. 32 in all comps, I think it was, for Haaland. Just absolutely ripped up the record books and and showed nothing level. And I think the worrying thing that you said very early in the podcast is, there is more to come, Rob. He's 22 years of age. There's more to come yeah. from this kid.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's got to be him. You, you, you come in and smash a record like that at his mm. age, at this impact. I know it's a great team. And you, we could argue about, well, if you put such and such in this team, they'd score that yeah. many goals. I yeah. mean, Aguero was there a long time and didn't get huge numbers every single season. He's a special player. Yeah. Um, I think there's, there is, the scary bit is there's a ton of improvement. <laughs> there, is, there just is in his game. And yeah. I think it's a great place for the great manager to 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 show us that. But no, Erlen Haaland, uh, has to be. Has to be the player of the season uh, for this Premier League campaign, my friend. So,
1: those are the awards. Uh, they'll be FedExed out to the, uh, the recipients. I right? hope they get them. Make sure you, you're at <laughs> home during the summer. Listen, mate, we're going to wrap things up. Um, end of a bit of a crazy Premier League season, but we'll, we'll, right. we'll wrap things up. We'll have, we'll have a short mm-hmm. break and then we'll get ourselves ready, get back in pre-season mm-hmm. training for, for the start of a new season. So, The Blue Moon Rose High City win the Champions League and treble winners. Congratulations to Pep and his team. We're going to have a little break now. Super long season, super crazy season, but we'll be back in, I think, it's just under 10 weeks, which sounds a little bit incredible. So look out for our next podcast. Early August, we'll preview the upcoming seasons and who are the best runners and riders, who we think will win and who we think might get relegated. But for now and for the last time this season, I'm ill, he's Musty, together with two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Be safe, stay healthy. It's a good night from me.
0: And it's a good night from him. Good night.